So this is Randy uh, recording a discussion of a question from my friend Chris. The question is, do you like the spiritual side of Zen better or the ritual side? Does one have to do both? Is the ritual side time consuming and sometimes boring? Um, so I understand the question and it seems like a simple straightforward question but as usual <laughs> in Zen and in anything that's that someone pursues deeply the question is always more complicated once you start diving into it until it becomes simple again once you've really understood it so the quick answer is that originally you know 30 some odd years ago it was the spirituality of Zen that attracted me and by that basically you can say that means the meditation the the going within um, transcending the ego self um, it was that that glimpse of a deep connectedness to all things that ori originally attracted me um, and before I go on I'll say that I, I have grown to appreciate the ritual side more and more but in the beginning I did not uh, did not like it. It was, in MK's words, just weird. A bunch of strange words, strange chants, strange clothing, strange behaviors, all the bowing, all the the weird looking altar and everything uh, to the average Westerner who has absolutely no preparation for it, no cultural understanding for it, um, no context for it it's just weird and for example I didn't use it with uh, the students uh, college students I gave a talk to the other night that had had no previous experience so to your point uh, do you have to do both it depends on who you're talking about I would say for a beginner for a, a home practitioner or somebody new no um, just as I did not with the students it's not essential to use to, uh, to use ritual um, what is most important is to focus on the meditation, the spiritual side. Um, in my mind, that's very clear. For the long-term practitioner, uh, somebody like me or somebody who's been doing it for several years and, and really studying and researching and, and getting involved with the, the formalized group, I think it's important to start trying to practice the ritual, rituals and understand them um, and of course for a formal practitioner someone you know like me who seems to be on the formal practice path uh, receive the lay ordination and, and may go on then it's absolutely essential because that is uh, part and parcel of the complete tradition if you want formal recognition in that tradition then you need to understand all aspects of it so then the question becomes well you know what, what is the value of ritual and ritual is often that term has a lot of negative connotations you know you think of things that are done automatically out of habit that don't have meaning that people don't understand that's boring and time-consuming um, but there are reasons for it that's why it's there that's why it's been there for hundreds and thousands of years and and uh, why people keep coming back to it and keep putting ritual in place in fact um, 
first of all, for some of the you know the basic things, it, it provides some organizational structure. What happens when? Who goes where? You know, we have training sessions where we try to train uh, people in the in the rituals, and it's funny. It's you know when people don't know what to do, it looks kind of like the Keystone Cops sometimes, and that you know, people don't know who goes where when, and they kind of bump into each other or cross paths or block views or things like that. So for one thing, having a defined ritual just organizes things a little bit. Uh, and in terms of whatever you're trying to do, whether it's to meditate, give a dharma talk, a sermon, you know, a, ser a service, something like that, um, it gives some kind of a structure. The basics, of whether you're giving a presentation in, in the business world or, or telling a story or, or a church service or a Zen service, you have a basic process of a, a welcome and an introduction and delivering the message and question and answer and then, um, you know, administration and, you know, appreciation and all that kind of stuff and then you're done and there's a basic structure to that and you ritualize it um, to so that people know what to expect what part comes first what part comes in the middle what part comes last it sets your mindset you know an introduction sets your mindset for what's coming up next and you know with most things whether it's a church sermon or the Dharma talk you'll find that you don't just jump into that first thing. You do other things in the beginning to kind of get you in the appropriate mindset. You get into the deepest material in the middle and then you kind of ease off a little bit. It's a lot like exercise. You kind of warm up, go into your peak exercise and then you go through a cool down. Um, and ritual does a lot of that for you. Uh, basically it prevents chaos. If you go in with no ritual structure, even if everybody has good intentions and and knows what they want to do there's chaos without some kind of structure and order and whenever you apply some kind of structure or order time and time and time again over and over again it becomes ritualized it's a ritual so that's one aspect of it the organizational aspect in my mind but more importantly it is intended to be meaningful the organizational and structural aspects are important but you don't just say okay here comes the introduction uh, you know you do it with something that has some kind of meaning in the topic that you're discussing um, reminders of very very important things for example when I went to church we would recite the Nicene Creed the the affirmation of faith that was very very important in uh, uh, the Zen circles we recite the Heart Sutra very very important in, in Soto Zen um, to, to, to help get you in the right mindset for what you're trying to do you know for meditation or prayer and uh, then for the Dharma talk or the sermon things like that these things were intended to have meaning to have deep meaning and the meaning gets lost through repetition you know what's what's the old saying familiarity breeds contempt we do it over and over again. We've memorized it so we can chant it while we're thinking about, you know, where are we going to go for lunch or things like that. Um, and also, there's lack of understanding. If children are in there and they haven't been taught it yet, they don't understand what it means. Um, 
or people somebody who's new and, and, and you know hasn't been taught all the finer points you can't learn everything in the beginning so it's boring when we don't understand like children or people new to the tradition or when we don't care I mean let's face it wherever you are there are some people who are just there for for show you know to say I went and that I'm a good fill in the blank um, and they don't really care what they're reciting um, so of course it's going to be boring for, for those people um, but the more to me the more you understand about the words and the rituals and the steps and the actions and, and the timing and all these things in the ritual the more meaningful it becomes is it time consuming yes it can be very time consuming but it's time well spent if you if you understand and you care and let's face it if you don't care why are you there <laughs> I'm, I'm very digital that way either you know either you want to be there and you're paying attention or if you don't want to be there don't go um, I realize a lot of people don't agree with that but uh, that's my approach so yes it can, it can be time consuming but if it's if you understand it and care then it's not boring and it's not a waste of time so that was all to my point about ritual it wasn't originally intended to have meaning but I'd like to turn that around and say not only was ritual used to convey meaning but I think ritual can add meaning can add spirituality um, like prayer before a meal is a good example you know you can go to uh, McDonald's and, and wolf down a burger or something like that and it's a very mundane activity with no spiritual value whatsoever or you can approach your meal and whether it's McDonald's or not you know the, the quality of the meal is not necessarily the key thing uh, although you know really paying attention to the preparation of the meal can certainly add add spiritual depth to it but even if you don't have time to do that just taking a pause to recite a prayer um, or in Zen we call it a agatha which is not quite the same as a prayer um, it, it can add some spiritual depth to what you're doing to remind you to be appreciative to be thankful to to see the meaning and value in that the the work that went into the food the fact that life consumes life that for, for us to live something else must die and therefore we should be very attentive to what we are consuming and the impact that it has and to make sure that we use it in a meaningful way um, and there are many many other ways where when we there's a robe verse a robe gatha when we put on our robes and uh, you know that kind of ritual can make sure that you pause and think and see the spiritual aspect to what you're doing um, in a lot of ways it's it's a question of when you're doing something is it a chore or is it a spiritual act and a lot of that is, is basically your approach and an example that comes to my mind is you know I used to be 
working in the corporate world and an executive and a big you know hot shot and in our world that conveys a lot of meaning on what you do you don't even have to think about it it's like hey I'm important I do this and then our culture doesn't value a stay-at-home spouse very much we kind of pay it lip service a little bit sometimes but really no not so much and we all know that and so um, why stay home it's easy to to do the shopping and the cooking and the dishwashing and be resentful and say yeah you know I used to be important and now I'm just doing these household chores or I can look at it as and, and a chore is something that you like have to do it's like oh my gosh I just cleaned the dishes yesterday and now the sinks full of dirty dishes again but a ritual is something you choose to do because it has meaning for you and I, and I choose to look at that as when I'm shopping and cooking and cleaning I am taking care of my family I am making sure that they get good nutrition I'm doing the dishes so that MK doesn't have to so that she can rest after a long day um, you know I try to kind of ritualize that not in terms of I do it exactly a special way the same way at the same time and all that but in terms of making pausing to be aware of why I'm doing it so to me that makes it a that's a little ritual that gives it a much more spiritual dimension um, and then in a more overt way I find myself adding ritual to my daily meditation um, you know many years ago I would just kind of run in sit down on the cushion and start meditating well now I find that I do over the years I've added more and more things I would add incense and you know I would set my cushions out carefully and now I I, I do that and I will you know read some passages first or chant a sutra or or something like that to help get my mindset the way I want it to be um, so I've always valued the spiritual side but I've come to increasingly value the ritual side for the reasons I've stated above so in the end I guess I, I would say they are approaching being the same and that's kind of a typical Zen answer and that we look at two ends two seeming opposites and we see they're opposites of the same spectrum and that there are various places in between various shades between black and white there's lots of shades of gray so in the in the end they're not so different they're just different aspects of the same thing so for me the spiritual helps me to understand the ritual and ritual helps me to bring spiritual to the mundane or another way I would say that is ritual is the spiritual externalized we often think of spiritual as being purely internal but to me ritual is a way to to bring spiritual attention to the outside of ourselves to the external world the Zen way to say this would be as we chant in the Heart Sutra form is emptiness and emptiness is form in this case ritual would be the form and the spiritual aspect the meditation would be the emptiness at some point when you practice them both deeply enough 
they they become the same aspects of the same thing and there's not so much difference between them so I think that's that's it I've uh, I think I've addressed the question to the best of my ability so again thanks for your question thanks for listening